0: الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى صلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد فقد قال تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد إنما المؤمنون الذين إذا ذكر الله وجلت قلوبهم وإذا تليت عليهم آياته زادتهم إيمانا وعلى ربهم يتوكلون وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم إن لربكم في أيام دهركم نفحات فتعرضوا له لَعَلَّهُ أَنْ يُسِيبَكُمْ نَفْحَةً مِنْهَا فَلَا تَشْقَوْنَ بَعْدَهَا أَبَدًا وكما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام صدق الله صدق الله مولانا العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الحبيب الكريم وَنَحْنُ عَلَىٰ ذَٰلِكَ لَمِنَ الشَّاهِدِينَ وَالشَّاكِرِينَ وَالْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ Respected Ulama Ikiram, elders and brothers, the hadith which was recited in the khutbah wherein was wasallam said إِنَّ لِرَبِّكُمْ فِي إِيَّامِ دَهْرِكُمْ نَفَحَاتِ فَتَعَرَّضُوا لَهُ Verily for your Lord throughout your life in the different days of your life. Some special moments, special occasions, some special gifts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are distributed in those moments and on those occasions. فَتَعَرَّضُوا لَهُ So make
1: sure you put yourself forward and you receive those gifts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You must not be deprived, you must not be left out. When it comes to worldly things, materialistic things, then no person wants to be deprived. Every person wants to benefit. Not only himself, he wants his children to benefit, he wants his family to benefit, he wants his children children to to benefit, he wants his grandchildren to benefit why is it when it comes to the spiritual gifts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remember when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give someone a gift that gift, the gifts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are not confined to materialistic things but they are far beyond materialistic things in reality materialistic things do not cover the most important aspects that we need a man with all the money in the world he can buy the best bed but can he buy a good night's sleep? All the money in the world. He can buy the best bed. He can spend thousands of rands for that bed. But can he necessarily get a good night's sleep on that bed? A person can buy the best vehicle. can travel very fast. But can he secure a safe journey? Can he say that I've got this type of vehicle. Definitely I'm going to have a safe journey. A person can with wealth. He can have the grand style function for his child, for his daughter. But can he guarantee and say that now, this daughter of mine, she will be happy in the future, and I can secure her marriage or not. So remember the gifts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala covers every facet, every aspect, everything which money cannot buy, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can give it to you. So these there are some special occasions when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be distributing those gifts when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be blessing people, فَتَعَرَّضُوْلَ Make sure you are not deprived. Make sure you are not sleeping at that time. You are not negligent at that time. You are not caught up in something else at that time. That is the time now when you need to be focused to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Or ulama, they give a simple example to explain this focus. It's like how you tune in to a radio station. You got to tune in to a certain frequency you know that there's a program being broadcasted. You want to listen to that program. So you have to tune in to that frequency. You can have the radio, you can have everything. But if you're not going to tune in to that frequency, how are you going to enjoy that program? So similarly, you got to align your heart with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You've got to turn your heart to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You've got to put your trust on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Turn your focus to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So those special gifts, that are coming, you will also benefit from those gifts. And then Nabiya Kareem Wasallam, mentioned, لَعَلَّهُ اَيُّسِيبَكُمْ نَفْحَةً مِّنْهَا Maybe Allah will give you some special gift, some priceless gift. فَلَا تَشْقُونَ abada. That one gift you will receive from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, after that you will never suffer any deprivation. After that, you will never suffer any misfortune. After that, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala will bless you in this dunya. He will bless you in the qabr. He will bless you in the akhirat. But you don't be negligent. You focus your mind, your heart towards Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. So, what the Fazl and Grace of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala just around the corner now. Two days, time will be the Shab-e-Barat, and the Shab-e-Barat is one of those nights wherein the river. The rivers of Allah's rahmat are flowing. Remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's treasures have got no shortages. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the very beginning of this dunya, Allah is blessing, Allah is giving, Allah is gifting. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's treasures never get short. The economy can go down, everything can happen in the dunya. But Allah's treasures will never deplete. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's treasures are overflowing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to give. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to bless. But how many people are there to receive those nirmats and those favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are in need to the gifts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Don't put your mind to people's wealth. Very often we pin our hopes on people, on human beings. This person here, he'll do something for me. That person, he'll sort me out, he'll help me out. If I've got a problem, i got this doctor here. I'll go to this doctor, he's a very good doctor. No, no, don't put your hopes on human beings. Put your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because it is only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that can fulfill all our needs. It is only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that can fulfill our heart's desires. Allah can heal our wounds. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can give solace and peace to our hearts and our minds. You're not going to get this in materialistic things. You're going to get it by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But you have to cry to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves our tears. Remember these tears are going to bring down the special rahmat and mercy of Allah. It is through these tears that the greatest of problems, the greatest of problems, the most serious sicknesses can be cured within moments with the tears. You're crying to Allah. Allah has got no limitations. There's no shortage in the treasures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hazrat Ayyub ala على nabina Some narrations have got it That his sickness lasted for 18 years You know, 18 years is a very long time Allah protect us But if we go through a sickness for 18 days We will lose patience We won't have any patience Hazrat Ayyub alayhi salam Allah ta'ala tested him for 18 years Hatta rafadahu al wal-baid Until he came to a point and everyone left him Only his wife stood by him And his wife actually in that state, she had to go out to work like a maid to bring some income home. If you read the books of Tariq, his wife had to go out and work now. There was no one to even put food on the table. That is how sick he was. And then he did not have the courage to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why? He said so many years Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala kept me in comfort and luxury. How can I ask Allah subhanahu Let that period of time go now where I'm tested, then I'll ask him. But eventually, then he was afraid that this is going to affect his deen. Time does not permit us now to go into the details. But he was afraid now. Shaitan is trying some tricks now, trying to misguide his wife. So then the narration says that he went into sajda. Rabbi inni Masaniya Durru wa Anta arhamur Rahimin. The famous du'a that comes in the Quran Sharif. And some reports have got it. Then he said, Allahumma bi izzatika, oh Allah, I swear by your izzat and your honor and your grandeur, la arfahu raasi hatta takshifa Allah ta'ala, I'm not going to raise my head now from sajda. I'm going to carry on crying. I'm going to carry on pleading. I'm going to carry on asking until you will remove this difficulty and this hardship. And then Allah ta'ala sent the wahy, o oh, ayyub. Now the fesla has been made. The decision has been made. The sickness will be removed or could be ridged. It. Just kick your foot into the ground, and a water, a stream of water gushes out. And here Hazrat Salam drinks the water, and he baths with the water, and all that sickness entirely is gone. Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala restores his beauty. Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala restores his youth. His wife comes back, she's looking for him. She asks this person, did you see this old sick man that was here? He said, I am you Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless me in this manner. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, nothing is difficult. For Allah, we have got limitations within our minds. We think we have to follow this procedure, that procedure, then only things can happen. No, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can change conditions within seconds. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can give shifa within seconds. One person narrated his own incident to me. Told me he was suffering with a very serious type of skin allergy. He's been to the best dermatologist, extremely wealthy person, super wealthy. He's been to the best dermatologist and he used all the creams, but no benefit. And Allah protect us, but the skin allergy can be very, very uncomfortable. It's something that, you know, you'll have sleepless nights because the whole night you're itching. It was one of the big nights and he was in the masjid and not normal for him. But because of the condition that he was undergoing, he cried to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He said, Oh Allah, this is my condition. This is what I am going through Allah ta'ala. I tried everything. All the doctors, everything failed. Wallah, oh Allah, you give me shifa. The person told me that after that, he doesn't know what happened to that sickness, how that sickness disappeared. Till the time he related the incident to me, it was a few years that had passed. He said that sickness completely gone, with no medication, with no cream, without anything. This is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Remember this tears, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves it. Allah loves when a person cries. Hazrat Mufti <laughs> Mahmud he mentioned, kya koi ki Does anyone know the true value, the true worth, of a tear that falls with remorse. You know, we're supposed to be crying over our, our sins. That famous hadith of Uqbah bin Amir radiallahu ta'ala Hazrat Mufti Mahmud Sar Ramatullahi towards the end of his life, he would emphasize on this hadith over and over again. He would speak about it where Abi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam told us how to save ourselves from fitna. Wabki ala Cry over your sins. We need to cry over our own weaknesses. Today our gaze is on everyone else, on everything else. But we have forgotten our own sicknesses. We have forgotten our own weaknesses. So when a person cries with nadamat, when he cries with remorse, kya koi ki hai, usi ek Remember that one tear that is falling down, that is like a pearl. That is how Valuable, that one tear is, you can buy the dunya and the akhirat with that one pearl. With that pearl that is falling down, dunya too will be made, akhirat too will be made. But we need to cry to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves those tears. We need to wake up at night and cry to Allah and make dua and make ibadat. Ibn Rajab Muhammad Rahmatullahi what he mentions, Aina We Where the men of the night where are those people who woke up in the middle of the night and cried to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Ain al-Hasan wa Sufyan wa Fudail. Where is Hasan Basri? Where is Sufyan Suri? Where is Fudail bin Iaz? This is what the ummah is lacking now. The ummah now, there's no more tears now. There's no more crying now. There's no more turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I'm caught, so caught up with worldly things, worldly activities, materialistic things. We are so caught up now. We are drowning this... We even forgot to cry before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this tears will bring down the special rahmat and the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As the al Hadith Muhammad Zakhiriyah rahmatullah mentioned that in this day and time of fitna and fasad, when every day the sun rises with a new fitna, our elders told us that this time is such that every day the sun will rise with a new fitna. The only way to be protected is that you need to cry. And how you need to cry? cry like a drowning man asking for help. So you can't just be crying casually, but you need to be crying profusely and begging Allah and pleading to Allah. Allah save us from all these different fitnas, save our children, save our progenies. So this is what is required. We are required to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We'll just conclude with one incident. Try to shorten the incident and just give a concise version of it. In the time of Shah Abdul Aziz, Muhajiz Delhi Rahmatullahi there was one person who befriended a beggar. So every day the beggar will go and he'll beg and he'll come and in the end of the day he'll bring the money and he'll leave it here by his friend. Just keep this money for me. One day I'll come take it from you. So many days passed in this manner, many weeks passed, but after some time this man seen that this beggar is not coming anymore. So he said, what, I don't know what happened, whether the man passed away. So he had an address. He goes to the man's address, the beggar is on the bed and he's like in his last moments. He's about to leave the dunya. Very, very sick. So the beggar told him, see, I was waiting for you. Because you have got all my wealth. And I am bequesting. I had so much of love for wealth. Obviously, this is a wrong thing, but I'm just quoting the incident. I am bequesting that when I die, put this wealth with me in the cover. Anyway, this person put the wealth in the cover, buried him. After some time, This man is thinking to himself, what that dead man is going to do with that wealth? What is he going to achieve with that wealth? He doesn't need that wealth. Let me go and re-dig the grave and take the wealth out. So he goes and he re-digs the grave and he sees that that wealth now, those coins, you know, those days was gold, silver coins. It's as though placed over his body. So he goes to touch one coin, but then such a burning sensation comes over his fingers like a fire on his hand. And the man just leaves everything, he goes back. But whatever he's doing, that burning sensation is not going. He has to keep his hand now in water all the time. Only when he keeps it in water, he gets some relief. Go to the best doctors, the Hakims, the ulama, everyone. Someone told him, go to Shah Abdul Aziz, Madhi's Del Vira. Shah Abdul Aziz is a very great saint. Remember, in life, we always need pious people. We need pious ulama. We need to be in contact with them. We need to take mashwara from them. Go to him. Maybe he'll make some du'a for you. He goes to Shah Abdul Aziz, Muhaddis, Derby, quotes the whole story. Shah Saab puts his head down and he tells him, Brother, this is very, very difficult. It's very difficult because this is actually the effect of the fire of Jahannam that is on your hand. Make du'a to Allah. Cry to Allah. This man had all his hopes in Shah Saab, thinking that maybe this is the greatest scholar now of the time and he's telling me there's no hope for me. He starts crying. He starts crying and crying. So Shah saab told him, rub your tears on your hand. So after he rubs his tears on his hand, and just a short while, within a few minutes, that burning sensation disappears. So many weeks, so many months, the burning sensation could not go away. So then, he asked Shah saab, "What what miracle have you displayed? What karamat have you done? That now this burning sensation is gone from my hand. So Shah Abdul Aziz told him, I did not do anything. See the tears of remorse, If there's anything that will extinguish the fire of Jahannam, then it is the tears of remorse. When you cry with remorse, with nadamat, that is what will extinguish the fire of Jahannam. Respected friends, these are the Mubarak nights coming in front of us, ahead of us, and then two weeks after that, inshallah, the month of Ramadan. Let us make this niyat from now. That this Shabbat Barat will be the best Shabbat Barat in our lives. And inshallah this month of Ramadan will be the best month of Ramadan in our lives in terms of our ibadat, turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, crying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, begging from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and drawing from the treasures of Allah. May Allah grant us a true understanding.